Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is a special alert episode to help you navigate the current turkey ammo crisis. Welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about turkey ammo and the current shortages that are going on. Usually I try to focus my shows on things that are timeless, evergreen, season after season after season in perpetuity, they'll, they'll still be just as applicable but the timing on this is, um, you know, it's just too current to not talk about. And I hope this is not a problem season after season. Uh, but I'm sure some of this advice will transfer and help you down the line for this and future seasons. So, you know, if you haven't gone out there yet to try to buy your turkey ammo, um, you know, ooh, it's tough, guys. It is tough. Even for the last month, I'm recording this uh, middle to end of March It'll air right after that. Turkey ammo has been in short supply. Really short supply. Even in big box stores, little box stores, online. You know, maybe my area's hit worse than your area. That's very possible. But the internet is hit pretty hard too. And it has been very difficult to find turkey hunting ammo. So what a lot of people are running into, especially if this is your first or second turkey season and you don't have a stash is a lot of people are going out to buy the ammo that they normally buy and they're not able to find it. So what do you do? How do you pick plan B ammo? So first things first, if you're listening to this episode and you don't have ammo for this turkey season, jump online, see what you can see while there's still time to order it if you still have time, run out to a handful of local stores, and see if you're able to pick up what you want and need for this season before it's too late. In my area, I'm going to be honest, guys, turkey ammo has pretty much started disappearing 
um, right at the end of January. As soon as it came in, it started to evaporate. And our turkey season doesn't even begin until the first or so, the first Saturday of May or, or the last Saturday of April, depending on how that falls on the calendar. So people have been, have been getting it months in advance. And I don't know that demand is up or if supply is down or I don't know. I don't know. What I have seen is lots of other ammunition is on the shelves. I go to the sporting goods stores. I got, there's all kinds of ammo there. But turkey ammo, for whatever reason, has been in short supply. Last season, duck ammo was hard to find, and deer ammo was also hard to find. But turkey ammo in particular has been very difficult if you have something specific you're looking for. So what do you do if you can't find what you want? Now, you've probably seen and heard me talk about some YouTube videos that I've done on the subject and plan on doing more. A lot of that ammo, guys, I have had for years. And, you know, three, four, five, six years I've had this ammo. And so I didn't just go out and buy all this ammo. It's stuff I had in stock. There were videos that I wanted to do. Some videos you guys even requested me to do. I just couldn't do because I couldn't get the ammo. I couldn't find the ammo. It just wasn't available. Wasn't able to get it. Uh, I remember someone in the comments were like, well, I wish you would have tested this and this and this and this and this. I was like, dude, that's like $150 worth of ammo to just go out and buy a box of each of those. But they don't have it anyway. It's not even in the store. So it, it, even if I was going to spend that kind of money on that much ammo, it wasn't even there. So everything that I've been shooting is what I've had. I've not gone out and bought hardly any turkey ammo this season because I've had it in stock because... Sometimes you just come across it, you got a good deal, a store's going out of business, whatever, you buy a couple boxes, and you don't go through a lot of it. But how do you pick plan B ammo? Well, first you got to figure out what's your plan A ammo. What do you want to shoot? Myself, personally, I either want to shoot Winchester Longbeard, preferred number fives, but number sixes or number fours will do, or I want to shoot Boss Tom 18 GCC tungsten. Those would be the, the, the two zones that I want to be in. Um, if you've not seen the videos, head to the YouTube or head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, and check out the videos I did. I tested eight different turkey loads, and those are the ones that came out on top, and there was no close third. Nothing. And I did gel testing between them, and just the performance on those two ammos, outstanding. Everything else I tested, that doesn't mean everything else out there is terrible, but everything else I tested just paled in comparison. So that's what I'm going for, one of those. And I would always recommend, you know, have a couple different loads that you like, that your gun likes. So, you know, there's options and always make sure you try to have those in stock. Always have a box of ammo in stock for turkey hunting if you can help it. Most turkey hunters aren't going to go through more than two or three shells in an entire season. Uh, you know, new hunters. If you're pro and you hunt nine states and you can take, a, you know, 30 turkeys, well, of course, you're going to need more ammo, but you probably buy it by the case or whatever. So for regular, newer to, I'm going to say 10 season or less hunters, you're looking at trying to keep ammo in stock all the time. If you don't have a box of this ammo, whenever you find it, whatever your preferred ammo is, whenever you find it, 
whether that's September or January, you make sure you buy a box and you've got at least one box in stock at all times. That's just Turkey Ammo 101. So you've got what you want. You've got your plan A. What do you do about plan B? How do you pick plan B ammo? Because you got to always have plan B in mind. All right. You're going through the year. You know, what, what do you have if worse comes to worse that you can use? If you couldn't buy ammo for two or three years, what would be your plan B? Or if you couldn't find your preferred ammo for a few years, what would be plan B? Now, of course, that advice, that was great advice three years ago, right? So let's just start with that. You should be thinking that way forward for future seasons, but that's not going to help you now. So what do you do now? You go to the store and there's no turkey ammo at all, or they don't have the turkey ammo that you want. Now, a lot of the stores I've gone to, they have no turkey ammo at all. I was at one store a couple weeks ago. They did have some turkey ammo. None of it was turkey ammo I would buy or use. But they did have some. Now, if I was if I had nothing, well of course I would buy that. But since I have stuff in stock, I wouldn't have gotten it. But most of the stores have have had nothing that I've been to. So what you need to think about is okay, how do you multi-purpose other ammo for turkey hunting? How do you multi-purpose other ammo for turkey hunting? You got to find something that'll work. So what makes a good turkey load? Well, typically it's number six, number five, or number four shot. And it's traveling at, you know, velocity is almost irrelevant because they don't even make anything that's going to be too slow. Most often you're around 1,200 feet per second, but 1,300, 1,400, 1,500 are all, those are all going to do the job. And you want to have as big of a payload as you can. So you have the most pellets in the air to do the job. So what I have been looking at and pondering along this area is multi-purposing ammos like pheasant ammo. This time of year, pheasant season is over. Demand for pheasant ammo is gone. Well, at least where I live, maybe some states it's still open. But by and large, nationally, the... You know, that the demand there is gone, so you might be able to find some pheasant ammo. A lot of different ammo companies, they make um, what they're going to call small game loads or express loads or long range loads. And they're going to be, you know, an ounce and a half or an ounce and three quarter of shot going at 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 feet per second. Maybe they're labeled for small game. Maybe they're just labeled as loads. You know, they, they don't have anything particular about them. Um, you can use waterfowl ammo for turkey hunting. Not steel so much. I wouldn't recommend steel. That would be like my last resort. I would use lead target loads before I use steel ammo for target hunt, for turkey hunting. But that's another piece of the conversation. I will get there in a minute. Um, you know, waterfowl ammo, if it's quality ammo, bismuth, uh, tungsten, tungsten blends, a lot of those are going to be very similar to lead. Some are going to be better than lead in terms of knockdown power and energy at range. The big difference usually between waterfowl ammo and turkey ammo is that waterfowl ammo has less payload and more velocity. So instead of having 
two ounces of shot at 1,200 feet per second. They've got an ounce and a half a shot at 1,500 feet per second, or whatever the case may be. So you're, you've got less shot and more payload, or excuse me, you've got less payload and more velocity, which helps when birds are flying around and you're trying to knock them out of the sky. That extra velocity is not so much needed on the ground when the birds are walking and looking around. So you want to keep that in mind. All right, it's, it's, but you can use those loads. So I've been doing some testing lately. I actually have some more testing planned to see if I can make my favorite waterfowl load an effective turkey load. Um, I've been a big fan of Boss Copper Plated Bismuth number fours for duck hunting and goose hunting. And I did an initial test, two of them actually, using the Boss uh, versus Winchester Longbeard and then some others. And I just did not get the pattern results that I wanted through my turkey choke. Just didn't get them. Um, just, uh, just wasn't what I was looking for. However, the penetration on the boss number fours was within 6% of the, of the lead number fours. So, I mean, they were going to, they would over out penetrate lead number fives. So you've got 100% the, the knockdown power and energy that you need there. Payload is one in, um, one in five eighths ounce. And I was testing that against one and three quarter ounce, which is just an eighth of an ounce difference. And um, actually, because bismuth is slightly less dense than lead, even though it has a little bit less payload than the Winchester Longbeards I was testing it against, actually has more pellets than the Winchester Longbeard. So there's a lot there to love. Um, and absolutely effective. I wasn't getting the pellets in a third or 10 inch circle that I wanted. So I'm actually going to head down to the range here, probably, you know, hopefully within a couple days of this episode and try several different choke tubes. I found out after the fact that, um, the you know, copper plated bismuth can only be choked down so far before it starts to blow out patterns. And my Carlson's long beard choke actually chokes it down too far. So I'm going to try some other choke tubes, see if I can make that work. Why? Because I want to have more multi-purposable ammo. I want to have a one load that I can use for ducks, that I can use for pheasants, and that I can use for turkeys if needed. And I can buy, you know, that ammo by the case as opposed to buying all these different ammos. So I, I want to have that as a plan B for me. But for you guys that, you know, thinking like this can help you in this time if you're not able to find the ideal loads. So the other thing that goes along with this is you may have to rethink range. So tungsten loads and Winchester long beards are going to let you punch out 40, 50 yards, maybe even 60 or more in some cases. I'm not necessarily recommending that. I'm just saying some people have proven it's possible. Whereas if you're using plan B ammunition, you probably need to try to dial that range back. So the number one example here is target loads. Target loads are really effective for turkey hunting. All right, they really are. You get you some double A, two and, two and three quarter inch, one and an eighth ounce of seven and a half shot, that's a turkey slayer. 
at 30 yards or less. All right. Beyond 30 yards, what I have found is the pattern, depending on your choke, the pattern actually could still be relatively good, but it just doesn't have the velocity and the knockdown power that I feel comfortable with outside of 30 yards. You know, maybe up to 35 maximum. But, you know, at 30 yards or closer, the pattern is devastating because the pellets are so small and there's so many of them, you can hit a, a huge amount number of pellets in a 10-inch circle and it has enough power to do the job. So target loads up to 25, 30, maybe even 35 yards can do the job just fine. In fact, I know of master turkey hunters. That's all they use anymore. They've just decided they're going to use target loads because of the low recoil, their ability to shoot them effectively. And if they can't call a bird within or within 30 yards, they're just not going to shoot it. So that's their approach. So, you know, to me, that's sort of plan C. Just because where I hunt, you know, it's not always that easy to get a bird within 25 or 30 yards. And, you know, I've not been turkey hunting 20 years to be that good at calling and everything else in order to work them in that close. Or at least feel comfortable and confident that I'm not going to take a longer shot in the moment. But if it comes down to it, you can put target loads in your gun and go out there. Uh, that will absolutely work. Now, the other thing with range is you take any plan B ammo and then you dial back the range to 30 yards or less, it's going to do the job. All right. If, if you can find basically any load your shotgun will chamber that will go in and close and shoot, it is going to work in the 20 to 30 yard range for turkey hunting. It will absolutely do the job. So if worse comes to worst, I mean, of course, you know, don't use buckshot, but any bird shot that you have, it will do the job at 30 yards or less. Target loads, even steel will do the job at 25 or 30 yards. It absolutely will. So guys, you need to think, okay, I got plan A. This is the ammo I want to use. What's plan B? What's my fallback plan? And if I can't get that or I don't have that, all right, what's plan C? What could I put into my gun so that I can still go out into the woods and hunt turkeys? Now, here is the thing that all of this rests upon. You must pattern that gun. Don't go into the turkey loads with any round, with any load, and not pattern it. Get you some wrapping paper, you know, something that's a good at least 30 inch square worth of paper and shoot that thing from 20 yards, 30 yards, and 40 yards to see what does that pattern look like. You know, draw an X on it. If that is the turkey's head, or draw a circle, whatever, if that's the turkey's head, where do you have to aim to get that pattern right where you want it? And right where you want it is for the densest part of the pattern to be on the turkey's head and the turkey's neck. All right. So usually you're aiming for the neck so that you're able to, to make sure the most of the pellets hit the bird. But every round could be different. So you may have to hold higher, you may have to hold lower, but you won't know that until you pattern it. 
So get out there and test your plan B or your plan C ammo before you go hunting. So first of all, you know how far it'll shoot and still be effective. And second of all, you'll know where you have to aim to hit the turkey. I have been in the store when the guy comes in all irate that this new gun that he bought is garbage because he missed a turkey with it at 30 yards. And the store clerk just holding his cool said, well, did you pattern it? Do you know where it shoots at 30 yards? And the guy looked like he just slapped him in the face, like he never even thought to cross his mind. He just assumed that the gun that he bought was garbage because he missed a turkey with it. Well, that's it's so asinine if you know anything about hunting, and this guy obviously didn't. One, where does it pattern? Does it pattern consistently? If I shot three shells at the same piece of paper at the same range, is it going to hit in the same place? Okay, do I have to aim high, low, middle, what? And once I know that, then I know where the pattern's going to be. Then the, the gun is taken out of the equation for the most part. All right, then I got to do my job and make sure I actually aim and hit the turkey. So you need to pattern it, especially if it's a new ammo or that you've never used or a choke tube. You know, your plan A choke tube may not be the best choke tube for your plan B or plan C ammo. So I found that out the hard way. I found out that my, my Carlson's long beard choke tube was not the best choke tube for my plan B ammo. And uh, I needed to test some other choke tubes that had less constriction. It has nothing to do with the brand, but the constriction was too high for the ammo that I was using. Best am or best choke tube I've ever used for Winchester Longbeard ammo or tungsten ammo, but not so good for bismuth ammo, which does not behave the same way as lead through a really tight choke tube. So guys, I hope this is helpful for you. This is just a quick alert, get you thinking about it, pondering it while there's still some time, and make sure you get some ammo in hand and test it so that you can get out of the woods and that you're able to hunt and have a good time and try to take some turkeys this season without being overly handicapped by the current ammo situation. So till next time, I really appreciate you guys. God bless you, and go get them in the woods.